0: Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android.
1: Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. After Derek Chauvin's conviction. Justice has been rendered in this case. Hope for the future. As a black people, we were heard. Now the real work can begin.
0: President calls for change. Enough of this senseless killing. Good morning. I'm Steve
1: Kathan. And I'm Steve Futterman in Minneapolis with the CBS World News Roundup. The sound of celebration here last night after former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is found guilty of murder in the death of George Floyd. We the jury in the above entitled matter as to count one unintentional second degree murder while committing a felony find the defendant guilty. It took the jury only around 10 hours to reach a verdict. Outside the courthouse, hundreds gathered. This is incredible that things are about to change. This trial is not the end of what needs to happen, but this is a great start. Derek Chauvin showed no visible sign of emotion as the verdict was announced. Moments afterwards. Bail is revoked, bond is discharged, and the defendant is remanded to the custody of the Hennepin County Sheriff. Chauvin was taken into custody. He will be sentenced in June. On the most serious charge, he faces up to 40 years in prison. Among those reacting yesterday, the Floyd family, his brother Terrence. I'm going to miss him. But now I know he's in history. Yeah. What does this mean as far as relations between the police and black residents? This man has a dream. My goal is that one day my grandson or my child doesn't know what race, systematic racism is. On CBS this morning, Gail King spoke with Charles McMillan. He was one of those who witnessed George Floyd's death. He also testified for the prosecution during the trial.
0: Did you think that he
1: would be convicted on all three counts? No. So were you surprised yes. when you heard Yes ma'am. How have you been affected by what you saw that day? I've been affected very emotion. Yeah. A very emotion. I'm still emotion behind yeah. what I watch happen with George. What did you think was happening as you were watching that unfold with George Floyd? What did you think was going on? What I thought was going to happen is what did happen. The city of Minneapolis was prepared for possible violence. Instead, here last night, there were much different emotions. Happiness, relief, a little disbelief, and some celebration. And in some areas, the celebration went on into the early hours this morning. Steve. About two hours
0: after the Chauvin verdict was returned in Minneapolis, attention shifted to the White House. President Biden called the verdict a measure of justice on the path to equal justice amid systemic racism in the U.S.
1: It was a murder in the full light of day and it ripped the blinders off for the whole world to see.
0: Vice President Harris said it's time for the country to unite against racial injustice. It is keeping us from fulfilling the promise of liberty and justice for all. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. Now to Columbus, Ohio. There were protests there last night after the release of police body cam footage of a shooting that happened just before the Chauvin verdict was announced in Minneapolis. It shows an officer shooting and killing a black teenage girl as she appeared to try to stab two people with a knife on a sidewalk. Police Chief Michael Woods. Deadly force can be used to protect uh, yourself or the protection of a third person. That is what the law says. Whether this complies with that will be part of that investigation. The Columbus mayor says it appears the officer took action to protect others. The U.S. is set to meet President Biden's goal of 200 million COVID vaccine shots in his first 100 days in office. He'll speak about that today, but is not expected to set any new targets. More than half of all adults in this country are now at least partially vaccinated. Johnson & Johnson is resuming its vaccine rollout in Europe after a regulator said the benefits of the one-shot vaccine outweigh the risk of rare blood clots. Germany says shots could begin there week after next. In Denmark, people are getting used to a COVID passport.
1: They're cutting hair again at this Copenhagen salon, but only for customers showing their COVID passports. Makes you
0: feel more safe. We have to accept it to keep the infection rates low, and that's just
1: what it is. An app shows if they're COVID clear through vaccination, past exposure, or a recent negative COVID test. We have
0: 5.8 million here in Denmark, and we have half a million tests each day.
1: Some owners don't like playing policemen, but for this hairdresser... It's good because my business have been down for three and a half months. Denmark among the first to introduce COVID passports. It may not be the last. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. President Biden
0: is reportedly pledging to slash U.S. greenhouse gas emissions at least in half by 2030. He'll convene a virtual climate summit with 40 world leaders today. That target would nearly double the nation's previous commitment. CBS's Elaine Cobb has more on a new analysis of pollution.
1: A new report finds the air we breathe is unhealthy for Americans, and people of color are more likely to live in an area with high pollution, 61% compared to the overall figure of 40%. The American Lung Association warns that car exhaust fumes and climate change and resulting wildfires continue to increase air pollution.
0: The former president of the organization that hosts the Golden Globes has been ousted from the group's board after sending an email three days ago that called Black Lives Matter a racist hate movement. Phil Burke had been a member of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association for more than 40 years. Well, archaeologists in Maryland say they found the home site of abolitionist Harriet Tubman's father. It's on a piece of land acquired last year that's now part of the Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge. Historical deeds indicate it was owned by Tubman's father, Ben Ross, and it's believed Tubman spent her early years there in the 1820s. Tina Wyatt is a family descendant. I love just coming standing out here and knowing that this was a part of her life and knowing that it's, it's pretty much untouched from the time that she was here. The exact location hasn't been revealed. It will be closed to the public. Five years ago today, Prince died. Today, fans will be paying tribute. This is what it sounds like when doves cry. Prince's estate is opening the doors to his home in Chanhassen, Minnesota to 1,400 socially distanced fans who made early reservations. They'll be allowed in in 30 minute increments to view the star's ashes. They're held inside a ceramic and glass urn that resembles Paisley Park, complete with an atrium, his purple Yamaha piano, and white doves. Prince died of an accidental fentanyl overdose at the age of 57. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. <laughs> The Grammy-winning composer who wrote that song and others for Meatloaf has died. Jim Steinman was 73. He also penned hits for Celine Dion and Bonnie Tyler. That's the Roundup. For Steve Futterman in Minneapolis, I'm Steve
1: Kathan, CBS News. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show, coming out every Thursday. We're gonna be talking about the uh, election, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're gonna be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. This is Stephen Colbert, here to talk to you about The Late Show
0: Pod Show, which is our podcast of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. For instance, if I'm talking to Tom Hanks for like 20 minutes, only... 14 of that ever makes it to air because we just don't have time. And Tom's a jabberjaw. You know, he's a chatty Cathy, But it's all gold because it's Tom Hanks. And we put that on the podcast. We do. Yeah, that's value added. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hi, this is
0: Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of The Money Watch podcast